Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. I choose my words to create the greatest and most powerful possibilities for me. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. And we sit here today on the couch as we do every Wednesday. And we're, we're actually doing another fantastic um, question from a listener today, Jane. We have been getting such great stuff through our Facebook page. So thanks, guys. You're really feeding the petrol into the engine, I think. You're really oh, it's exciting. It's new <laughs> inspiration. Thank you so much. Fueling us with these fantastic questions, which are so in alignment with the sorts of teachings and the, the, you know, the content that Jane and I have. And I, and I think it's it's really helping to push the listenership forward with, with where we're all at together as a collective consciousness as well. So today's question says, the affirmation, I am enough, I don't really understand it. And for me, it kind of hints at settling. I've changed it to I am plenty, as that feels more expansive to me, but I still don't really know what I'm saying. Jane, queen of affirmations, Jane. <laughs> Look, I love this question because so often people will sprout affirmations, whether they are ones that they've heard from somebody else or they've read in a book or that they've often perhaps made up themselves. And they're really not quite getting what it is that is behind these words. I'm going to go into a couple of examples later on of a few a few friends that did some really negative ones that I thankfully heard them say so I could turn them around into the positive. But for this girl here, so her, what's the first affirmation? I'm, is I'm I am enough. And she doesn't quite understand what that means. So she's using choosing for the word enough to be about settling. Now, it's not really settling. Enough is saying... We've got a domestic going on over the fence. So if you can hear anything weird... <laughs> Oh my gosh, let's just send them we'll infinite just, love and gratitude. We're just going to send some love over the fence to some oh angry gosh. Yeah. How bizarre. Okay, we're going to keep going. We are going to keep Maybe going. They need Maybe the they need to hear me. Yes, that's it. <laughs> that's gonna, it. They're going to pick up the hearing right. vibrations they are. from this podcast. They are. It is literally over the fence from my office. They're screaming. That's bizarre. Okay, so um, I am enough. Enough is enough. We've got a police car driving. There's a police car coming. What have you done this week to attract this drama? This is for you, Earth Angel Policeman. (laughs) Well, this is live radio. This this is live. Live on iTunes today. We've got domestics and policemen. Okay, let's keep going, Jane. Right, so the word enough is saying that we are enough. It's not saying that we are lacking in. It's not saying that there's parts of us that are missing. It's not saying that I'm accepting something less than. It is saying that the word enough is all-encompassing. It is everything. It is acknowledging every single beautiful part of you and that it is enough because it's amazing. It's like she's she feels there should be a dot, dot, dot on the end of it and she's like, but enough at what? Enough of what? Enough, enough of – like it's like she needs, you know, like a clarifying or a um, – it's almost like a, what do they call it, reductionism where you actually narrow it down to a certain to- – enough at what, business or enough at money or enough at love or enough at self-esteem or enough at – and it's like, no, enough at – it's like oneness at everything, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is enough oneness. It's just in the universe as, a, as an energy that exists here in time, energy, and space, just being the heartbeat, having the heartbeat of, that you are, that of your soul, is enough. You know, exactly. your, your very divine creation is enough. It's also acknowledging that we don't need to externally get stuff to make us enough. So perhaps it's questioning that the word enough says, but I want this and I want that and I want this for myself as well. 
that's all okay. That's part of the all-inclusive, all-in-one. And so I do feel that the word enough is completely applicable here and it is right. However, what I love about this email is that she's not feeling it. So she's actually chosen a different word. And I think that's really important that if you're not feeling a word in an affirmation, you've not got the right affirmation for where you are right now. Mm, it's got to resonate with you. And that is a feeling. There's a no, there's no way to know that other than when you say it, does it really give you that, that flood of power as you say it? Like, oh, I love saying that. That's so in alignment with where I am at right now and need to be right now. Um, I'm kind of wondering here though, Jane, before we even go into the power of words and so forth, um, back to this enough business. To me, it's so deeply linked with self-esteem and self-love, self-worth. And so I just think this woman needs to look at where she may have some emotional blocks herself around concepts of being feeling enough in her own life. Um, in different areas. It's a, it's a big topic to cover off on. However, I feel one of the things that helped me to actually really believe I'm enough, and I've got to say it took me a lot of years to really believe that is that I really did a lot of work around writing as big a list as possible like it really got to a very very long list taken over a long period of time of everything that really is truly fantastic about me and like allowing myself to even acknowledge what's great about me I mean many people have to overcome that hurdle of who does she think she is? Oh, it's you know because you know some of these poppy syndrome, all of that. that. Statements like these beautiful affirm affirmations that that we often write down, they sound really egotistical to the average Westerner. Yeah, they do. To say I am enough, I mean, who do you think you are? You know, yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> when you put it through a spiritual filter, of course, it's got a different softness to it and, and a much more loving energy behind it. I'm thinking of when we go into schools and do exercises with typically about year nine, so 14, 15 year old girls, and we do the simplest thing exercise book, line, you know, lined paper and a pen, draw a line down the middle, one column, three things you like about yourself, other column, three things you don't. The three things you don't come out quick, fast. Three things you like, they often leave it blank for the whole 10 minute exercise. You know, and th this is so symptomatic of our whole society. We don't feel comfortable complimenting ourselves, thinking that we're enough, looking for evidence, as Jane would say, of things in our daily lives that show that we are worthy, fantastic, sparkling, resourceful, dynamic, cool individuals. Okay, so we're going on another tangent now, which is really important, which is saying that it's okay to be perceived as a bragger about how fabulous you are. Well, let's fine hone that concept, Jamie. <laughs> I'm doing the Aussie for our beautiful international listeners. It's an Aussie thing that you're not to be up yourself. It's, it's the Aussie expression. Yeah, it's called tall poppy means, syndrome and it's a big problem here in Australia. It's huge. Whereas, you know, I see with Americans, uh, you know, that they have a real culture around celebrating, you know, it's almost like the smart ass or the one with the quickest comeback or, you know, the wittiest one, you know, the slickest one. In our culture, those kind of people are immediately vilified. Who does he think he is? Or, you know, it's, yes. it's the whole Ned Kelly bring down the police culture. It's like, oh, we don't like positions of authority. We don't like people who are a bit too clever. We don't like it here. So Australians in particular, may have trouble with big statements of self. Exactly. But it wouldn't be the only culture around the world that Absolutely uh, not. struggles with this. So I think we should go down this path and explore it a little bit. So the first step then is to give yourself permission to say it is okay. In fact, it's more than okay. It's necessary to be honoring the beauty within me, yes. to be honoring the amazing, beautiful qualities about you. 
and to be expressing them to yourself in the privacy of when nobody else is hearing you, nobody else is going to have the opportunity to put you down and say, who do you think you are or anything like that. This is you building your beautiful I relationship, falling madly and passionately in love with you. Yeah. So the relationship between you and you is the one that has to first off start with permission to honor, respect, celebrate, and kind of explode with the magical parts about you, the good stuff. I want our listeners to get to a point where they do draw that graph and they've got the line down the middle of the page. And the first side is that they are going to write about all the amazing things about themselves. And they're going to find it so easy to write that they're kind and generous and loving and giving and funny and fabulous and smart and creative and compassionate etc. Yeah, and when I when because this is a great exercise for everyone to do in your own time today, just to see how you go. Do you falter after about five or seven or even twelve? Can you do you feel like stopping after okay, I can think of twelve things I like about myself. That's probably about it. Can you force yourself to write one hundred things? You know, how far can you get because you'll reach a point where you push past and you're actually going to almost automatic writing. Yeah. Or just um what is it called? Unconscious unconscious narrative where it just flows. And you'll just actually start probably coming out with some things that almost sound funny, like idiotic, like um, I'm really good at unscrewing the tele jars. Or, you know, I don't know. That, that Some of it may be deep and some of it may be light, but if you just keep on writing and writing and writing, you will be amazed at how much self-celebration is able to come out. So once we do that, we start to realize, wow, you kind of feel bigger. You feel more empowered. You feel less like you actually need others yeah you you are self-sufficient yes and that is the statement i am enough there have been times in in my life when either i'm in a position that feels very very stressful or i feel very outside of my body like not myself or ungrounded or i'm in the presence of somebody very toxic and I just really, really quickly over and over in my head say very short, quick affirmations. Even if I don't, you know, it's, even if I don't believe them at the time or I just sort of say in my head, I am love, I am beauty, I am light, I am grace, I am magic, I am power, I am strength, I am truth. I'm, I just, I just, 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 you know, I run them through like a record just over and over and over and over and over while I'm sitting in that situation. And it just, it does, it's reprogramming you from the inside, whether you know it or not. It's a very powerful thing to do. Well, that's the beauty of affirmations, isn't it? That when you first start saying it, you don't believe it. You know, it might be, let's say, a very simple one of, um, uh, I am a kind, loving, loyal person. I love myself unconditionally. As somebody who has the left-hand side of their page blank and hasn't been able to fill in anything positive about themselves, might start the affirmation with their voice quite low with, I'm a kind, compassionate, loyal person. I love myself unconditionally. Yawn, yawn, ho-hum, I guess I don't really believe that. (laughs) However, that's the thing with affirmations. You repeat them over and over again, day after day after day. And after about a week, the, the tone will change. It could, for some, it could be much, much quicker. It could be after a couple of hours. For others, it might be a bit longer. But let's just, for this argument's sake, say a week. Suddenly, the voices come up a little bit more and it's a bit more powerful. And it's, um, I am a kind, worthy, loving person. I love myself unconditionally. A little bit of hesitation in there. Sounds like a question. more belief. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm questioning now. A question mark on but, the end. Whereas the first one was dead. There was nothing there. I didn't believe it. Yeah. The next layer comes up and there is the question mark. I'm starting to think that, well, maybe I am. I'm not too sure, but I'm starting to feel a shift. A little bit later on, I am a kind, loving, loyal person. 
I love myself unconditionally. That is Jane's best. Radio no, it's voice. not. That's not. That's the next layer that says, oh. you know, yeah, I am. Certainty. But it's all, it's certainty that I am, but it's also kind of a bit of like, wow. I never realized that. What celebration? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another step to go again, which is the knowing. I am a kind, loyal, compassionate person. I love myself unconditionally. Oh. There's nothing to prove to anybody in that tone. There's tingles there. There is now, nothing. So there's layers of this. I love this, Jane, because oh, you're good. saying in your words what I'm about to say in my words, which is I was about to very, very gently warn listeners that when you begin a, a you know a period of self-improvement in a certain area so so let's say that yes you're trying to fix up your self-confidence or self-esteem in a certain area of your life the universe isn't always very kind because the universe is immediately going to test you it is immediately i'm seeing this playing out right now with a very close girlfriend of mine who is trying to change some beliefs and behaviors that she has some shadow side stuff She's trying to change her vibration and the way that she deals with, with men. And the universe has been testing her really hard, not only by sending her lots of the old kind of man to really test her, but also sending her lots of judgments and criticisms from her most intimate friends because – she is not owning this inside herself yet. It's very right. new territory for right. her. It's raw. It's shaky. It's sensitive. She's not sure. She knows she kind of wants it in her heart, but she doesn't really believe it yet. So what's the universe doing? Voices that she trusts are challenging her. Are you sure? Yes. Do you know Do what you you're doing? Really what are believe? you up to? Do you really want You've been this? so scatty lately. What's going on with your behavior? You know, and she, it's, it's just making her feel so angry and disempowered and upset and emotional. But, it's because the universe is, she's, you know, she's not fully birthed into this yet. So the, so I'm just saying to listeners, just be careful how whatever you're going through is always going to mirror to the people who come in around you. And if they start reacting in ways that make you feel a bit guilty or a bit shameful or a bit just uncertain or not sure, it's because you're not owning it yet. Yeah. And it does take time. So be kind to yourself Keep during this it. time. Yeah. Actually, it was interesting. I can't remember what the podcast was a couple of weeks ago. We got all those emails from people that said how grateful they were to hear that the universe will go come around and test you one more time. And not to be, you know, what, what podcast was that? But this is a similar concept. Yeah. Is that the universe does, it tests you not to find you worthy or not worthy because you are always worthy in the universe's eyes, always. It's to test you because you've chosen this lesson at this time that you're wanting to grow in. So you have to have the experiences to give yourself the opportunities yeah, to look, grow and achieve it. You can think of it like university. You can go and study this prac book and or this theory book rather, and you know, and do the exam and get ten out of ten. However, can you go and do the field work? Can, yes. can you front yes. up? So you've got to be tested. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the universe right. is just making sure that you really did earn that master's or that PhD in whatever it was that you've just spent so much time on. You know, they, they, these are these are loving tests. Very yes. loving. So let's get back to the power of words, oh, affirmation queen Jane Donovan, <laughs> the power of the correct word because Jane, you know, she's talked a bit, I know, many times about how to craft a great affirmation. What maybe we haven't talked about is, hey, Jane, what's a bad affirmation? <laughs> yes. You really do have to look very carefully at the words of an affirmation. So 
a beautiful friend of mine was going through a very challenging time in her work. Um, she was being really harassed strongly in the workplace. She'd called in HR and had placed accusations of bullying, etc. It was toxic. It wasn't a place that was really set up to uh, to counsel and help people through these situations. It really was quite yucky. And I saw her one afternoon and said, how are you going? And she said, I'm good, Jane. I've got my affirmation. You'd be really proud of me. And I said, what's your affirmation? She said, I'm tough and resilient. resilient. I can handle this. Okay. And I thought, right, well, good girl that she's reminding herself that she is tough, that she is resilient, and that she can handle anything. That's fantastic. Except by repeating this over and over and over again, is that she's just going to get more and more of that. <laughs> she's attracting it, isn't she? She's she is, yeah, you. exactly. And so what we had to do was change her words to be much more powerful and more solution-based than in-the-moment-based. Give us an example. So we changed it to this situation will resolve itself effortlessly for everybody's highest good. Mm, it's, can you feel the difference in energy on that, people? It's just so much easier to almost flow with, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It it's just feels lighter. Like, it's lighter, but it's also dynamic and it's pulling the, the, the resolution that you want. And it takes the victim out of it that, you know, because I'm sure the other person felt like a victim as well. Yeah. So instead of having two people at a fight, we've got this beautiful resolution, which is amazing. So other do's and don'ts for bad affirmations. Uh, I'd be looking also at negative words. Now, actually, I'm going to touch on this because one of my favorite things when I'm helping a client to overcome a belief is that I don't mind acknowledging the negative within an affirmation at the beginning to help them to believe okay. in the affirmation. Meaning, what's your example? So, an example would be where I would say. Even though I may sometimes feel I am X, Y, Z, I am, and then you give the positive. So you acknowledge the negative. Now, a lot of people will say, well, that's really bad because you're just bringing that more of that in. And I've, I've deliberately got the word sometimes in there because it's only sometimes, but we are acknowledging that that's their reality at the moment. Now, this is the very baby first stepping stone for overcoming something that is that they want to believe that they're having trouble believing. I will also put the word in there of even though, as though, yeah, I'm acknowledging it, but so what? It's downplaying the power of that negative negativity. Yeah. So I've chosen the words very carefully, even though downplay, sometimes, it's only occasionally, it's not all the time, I feel, acknowledge your truth, unworthy, unlovable, mean, whatever you want to put in there. Yeah. I actually am the opposite. So if you say I am, I am some, even though sometimes I feel I am judgmental, I am a kind, compassionate, empathetic, sympathetic, connected person and I love myself unconditionally. Because we often beat ourselves up for what it is that we do in the minority instead of celebrating what we do in the majority. Yeah. So even if somebody has come to a realization that there's a particular quality about themselves that they are now not liking, such as judgment, well, they can acknowledge that. But let's just soften it and strengthen the positive, which they are most of the time. Mm. But they may be finding that this negative is actually acting out and playing up in their lives and they're really wanting to, to heal that part. 
What Jane is really talking about here, if we boil it down, is the power of words, okay? And and connecting them to exactly what it is you feel right now, articulate it really well, and then putting the where is it I want to go in there as well. So this is a tool to take you from where you are to where you want to be. It's about languaging the vibration that you're you're holding or wish to discard and or change or upgrade. Yes. So it's it's, it's actually... It's a tool for relanguaging your reality to get what you want. Now, this is the fundamental building blocks of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. So for those of you who are really vibing with this podcast and you don't know about NLP, you want to go and study it, read it, or look up Anthony Robbins because he's got every great quote you've ever seen on a meme on Facebook about this kind of stuff, about the power of how words really, really construct your reality. People don't understand the power of, of, because words and thoughts are so, you know, the way that we language what, what's coming through our filters that's every right. single day is incredibly powerful. And that's why we must be very artful and very selective in how we choose to language our perception of ourselves and our lives. And as I've said in other podcasts, our words, our thoughts, and our emotions must all be in alignment, which is why Acknowledge what it is that you're thinking, the negativity self-talk in your head that's saying I'm judgmental or whatever. What is it that you're feeling? I'd like to lessen that in my life and I would like to be more of a kind and connected and compassionate person. And then let's build the bridge between it so that you can use your words to raise your vibration to the point that you are what it is that you desire. Yeah. Now, this Talk is yourself in alignment. Into it, right? It is, Talk yeah, exactly. But this is in alignment with, uh, you know, we've done um, talked in podcasts before about climbing the emotional ladder. Yeah. It's really important that we, we acknowledge that you don't go from the bottom of the ladder at depression and the top of the ladder at joy. You don't jump one up. And that's why I like the wording to be in alignment with your true emotions of where you're at and where you want to go. And that's why I don't have any problems with acknowledging where you are in the current affirmation while providing the solution, because that is gently rising you up the emotional ladder. And eventually you drop the, even though I am feeling, you drop that and you go straight into the I am. So the question is, for example, oh, but if I say, you know, I am enough or I am compassionate, Mm -hmm. and maybe they're not, or they're not, their their behaviors still aren't really mirroring that yet. Mm -hmm. Um, isn't that, um, an untruth or isn't it, you know, like as this girl says in her question, she says, for me, it kind of hits at settling. So there's this idea that if you're using a word that you don't really believe, maybe it's doing more harm than good or it's lying. Which is why we need to make sure that we choose the word that is a gentle reach for you and not an extreme reach. Not a huge big quantum jump. Yeah. That's right, which is why sometimes I'll do very long affirmations for clients because it's got to cover off a lot of what they're feeling in the moment and then gently take them through the path. But they'll have affirmations that will change every couple of days that are stepping them through. I'm going to dog Jane in at this point. She, oh, hello. She's with. She, no, she's really busy, but if any of you listening would like an affirmation right now for your life circumstance, just ping her a little message on Facebook. She can whip them out of her ass, this woman. She, she, like, she doesn't have to think about it. She'll just come up with one like that for you. Well, I think it's upstairs management <laughs> providing those. Right. Love Lives <laughs> A team upstairs will easily provide any of you listening today with the affirmation you need yeah. this week or this month. Just give me a short little message about what your challenge is and then absolutely love writing them. So happy to do that for you. Yeah. But, you know, coming back to this friend of mine who had this, I am tough and resilient, I can handle this. So what is that doing? It's acknowledging where she's at now, 
it's reminding her of what she believes are the tools that she needs to cope with this situation now, but it's not providing a solution. And there's no self-growth in here except that it's reminding her that she is what she is. She's reiterating words like tough and I know, it's very heavy, very heavy. So you've got to choose your words carefully. Now, if you really do need that reminder in your situation, you can say something like, I am tough and resilient and can handle any situation effortlessly for resolution. Oh, it just feels so much better, doesn't it? It's like word sex. <laughs> Keep talking to me. You do like this, don't you? There must be the journalist in you that it loves makes, words. It makes loves you words. Feel good. Like it just, I can, and you know, listen, you know, I work with energy. It's what I do. But when you, when you do hit the right note, the right harmony of the right word, it is like the vibration. Do you know, I have seen, where have I seen this? I'm sure I've seen studies where they actually look at, how words that are like negative, yucky words, evil, hate, fear, pain, etc., um, create you know negative, lower vibrational um, aspects well, in the body. Here's right? something I saw. Oh, sorry, yeah, go on. It's not rule meaning that the more that we use uplifted, positively geared type language in our lives, you know, of course, there was the a recent effects- um, study that came out that was on mainstream TV in the last few days. Yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What so, was it? What and was I know it? this all it? ties in with Jane's Doctor and Moto work and putting you know happy happy words on water and all, all that stuff. Again, because we are made of water, we are made of energy. Words are interlinked in that. Word, words are tools. I read something just this morning, which is so just connected to what we're talking about today, and it said words are spells. That's why it's called spelling. Go you, you witch. Love Love it. it. Love it. Love it. Hey, you've just reminded me too of, um, now I saw an English and I'm trying desperately to think of his name. I feel dreadful. I can't remember. He's a Hay House author. We do this English every gentleman. There was something, but I can't remember what it was, but it was something vaguely like this. I know, this. but if it was vaguely like this, you can usually Google and find it. Yeah. Uh, he recorded words on waveform. So, you know, like, well, like we're doing now, we're recording our podcast and, and there's your waves that are, are, are showing the strength of how loud the recording is. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, apparently the words peace and joy have much higher bandwidth yeah. above the line. Yeah. And words like hate and. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> uh, negative, negative fear yeah, yeah. have. Uh, more bottom end yeah. registry. Lower vibration. Exactly. So I'm they've saying. actually proven that in audio recordings. See, which, not, if I, I'm going to try and find that and whack that on our Facebook page because I actually found that fabulous. I love science supporting science, what we already know. Science eventually always catches up with us. I know Jane. it does. It's so, good. Jane, other spiritual teachers often say don't put the negative into yeah. affirmations, but that's okay, right? Well, look, I think it's okay as long as you're very careful about it and you're moving through the negative. So you would only put the negative in if it's a tool to help you to believe more in the transition from where you're at now to where it is you desire to be. Yeah. Otherwise, leave the negative out. I actually don't put negatives in unless I'm in an extremely challenging situation. Example? Oh, I can't think of Of course you can. Pull it I, know, out of I know. Okay. Um, um, even, okay. So my challenge that I've had quite repeatedly over the past few months is having to go into conflict in business with assertive alpha men. I just struggle. I think I've shared it on another podcast. I do struggle with it. And Becca always says, put your big girl alpha pants on or big boy alpha pants on 
Um, Grab your balls in your hand and, and go and do it the play, yeah, play in your Mars energy. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what she tells me to go do. Go and listen to our alpha male podcast, Jane. Exactly. So, uh, but I do struggle. It's, it's it's a work in progress for me to sit comfortably in that energy. Um, and I'm learning. Talk in that. Talk, talk that language with those people. Yes. Sometimes you have to yes. talk to other people's levels so they can hear you. Yeah. It's about code switching in business. It's a clever tool. Oh, good. We'll do a podcast on that. Mm, next week. Coach me coach through it. <laughs> <laughs> so in that scenario, it would be even though I can feel some fear of, I can feel some potential fear at the conflict of this conversation, it will be resolved effortlessly and easily with both of us connecting for our highest good. So you don't feel there's a danger in using the word conflict there? And repeatedly using that affirmation over and over again. Oh, I've just thrown that out. So I would see when I'm going to write a really intricate one, I want to see it in pen and paper and I actually look at each individual word and I'll usually adjust them several times yeah. before I've got it where I want it. So if, um, you know, you know, the thing is, Jane, you can't actually live at people's houses, which is a shame and just be there, like jump out of the cupboard every morning and give them an affirmation. So <laughs> you know, if, if people have to be put their big girl and big boy pants on and actually write their own, what are your basic tips for just things to keep in mind when crafting a beautiful affirmation? Okay. Let it have a bit of a flow to your natural language. So if you would normally use very few words, then have it being very few words. If you're a big talker, I'm a big talker, so I will have quite a detailed affirmation. Um, make sure that it's something that you want to dearly believe. You really want to believe it. You think it could be possible, but you're not quite believing it yet. And it kind of makes you squirm a little bit when you think of it about yourself. That's a good one. Look, it's like when I say to somebody, you want to shift your energy in the dating game. Go and buy yourself a gorgeous feminine dress that makes you feel a little bit flirty and a little bit sexy. And you wouldn't normally be like that, but you actually feel fantastic in that dress. Because you fake it till you make it. But you feel uncomfortable. But you feel uncomfortable. That's the dress to get because that's shifting your energy. Okay. So it's the same thing. So you want the affirmation to be slightly uncomfortable. healthily forcing you or pushing you into, into yes, that next yes that that's next, it that that's next right. run of the ladder yes yes okay um make sure that the words really are fitting exactly what you are feeling or wanting to feel Jane, have we got enough time to quickly talk about the difference between appreciation and gratitude? No. Oh. We have to do that another day. But guess what? <laughs> right. We, I think, are lining up an interview with Dr. Darren Wiesman, yes. who is from Infinite Love and Gratitude, and we will be talking a lot about the power of words with him. So right. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, he's a big American lifeline chiropractor who's developed a technique called the Lifeline Technique and he does he has coined the, the phrase infinite, yeah, infinite love, love and gratitude. gratitude which yes. Oh, it's so interesting. And yeah, we are he's coming through Australia in May and fingers crossed we're gonna be able to get into him. So in the meantime, um I think that wraps it up for today. I know that if you trawl back through our archives, there have been a couple of other times that Jane's gone into great detail in affirmation work before. So if this topic really floats your boat, go trawl back through and maybe listen to the other one as a companion to this one. Okay, our affirmation for today? I choose my words to create the greatest and most powerful possibilities for me. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We are here, we are here every Wednesday for free, half an hour on the wellnesscouch.com. I'm Rebecca Detman. I'm Jane Donovan. Have a fabulous week. Life is perfect. I'm not trying. It's just happening. And it's a beautiful day.